Welcome back, everybody, to the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. I am Chris Witt, and with me, as always, is Mr. Adam Schmidt. Adam, how are you today, sir? Wonderful. Glad to be here. How about yourself? I'm absolutely wonderful. We got to find a place to get uh, our friends at Ohio Mosquito Control, the hat that they gave us, into the shot because we're brought to you by Ohio Mosquito Control. I'm going to apologize now before this podcast starts. We've had quite a few baseball games uh, here over the past week. We had a tournament this weekend, and then we had a game the, two days before the tournament. We had a game the day two games two days after the tournament. We had another game the day. We've had like five games in, or seven games in like eight days. My voice is done. The good thing is today, it's just kind of like one tone in this little rasp, right? Yesterday, screaming and yelling at the kids, if I could talk normal, but when I tried to hit that next octave, it was complete crackle and break, and I sounded like a 13-year-old boy going through puberty. Today, I can get his, I mean, I can go anywhere. It just always sounds like this. Hmm. Get a little flexibility, but you're uh yeah, a little uh, smoker's, uh, <clears throat> little smoker's rasp there, huh? Yeah, I tell you, a little march shot. You know what sucks about that is there are some people that smoke, and uh, I don't know if that's the reason their voices sound like they do or not, but some of them have the best voices in the world. But it's more of the tone, I guess, right? It's that deep bellowing. I can't even do it. I don't. I don't even. I can't do it. I don't know how to do it. One of my favorite characters in any TV or film anywhere ever is did you watch it's always sunny in philadelphia yeah max mom yeah max mom is the funniest <laughs> character oh my god her voice is very low very raspy she's yeah. just a filthy old gal yes but, she is um anyway voice sounds fine voice sounds fine the most important thing is you're coming off a dub you got a dub like an hour ago yeah or something like yeah. that well we we finished up the game got over around eight Okay. Uh, yeah, it was over around eight, but you know how that goes. We played at Hobner Field, so uh, you know they got a little stand up there. Kids got some, got some snacks and yeah. a couple of drinks and hang out for a while. Hang out for a while. That's what we did. Very nice. So summertime, kids are out of school. Enjoy that. That's right. I did not even know that uh, it was nine thirty because it was light and everything was good. And next thing I looked down, it was twenty after nine. I was like. We got to go. <laughs> I got things to do. Uh, but anyway, let's go ahead and let, let you guys know how Mosquito Control, uh, how Mosquito Control, they offer quality services to the Cincinnati area at reasonable prices, family owned and operated professional mosquito control service. That's just a phone call away. Call or contact online. The easiest way to do it is online, ohio-mc.com. Right there, right at the very top, you hit book online. It takes you right to a place, uh, a house call pro talk say where you're at and it'll tell you how much they're going to charge you the size of your yard and all this other stuff and boom they get you in the books ready to go i just had my third treatment done already we got a par birthday party this weekend for uh for parker those of you who watched the podcast many times know parker makes uh, a couple appearances a year usually around christmas time when he's on christmas break and uh He'll make an appearance here or there in, in the summertime as well. Big but, birthday shout out. Happy birthday. Yeah, nine years old, man. Nine years old, that little dude is now. So 
That means you're old. That's all it means. Had a big game today. He uh, he was O for O with a walk and got hit in the foot for like the fifth. He now leads the team and hit my pitches. He stays in there. Good, you know what I mean? He don't. He's not diving and ducking. He, he stays in there. Take one, get out. Chris Witt's son. Uh, that's right, baby. Ain't, ain't no big deal. Just take one and go. Take one and steal. Problem is, he's as fast as I am now. <laughs> <laughs> which is incredibly slow, <laughs> but it's all right. He's working hard and he's playing good. He played a little first base today, played first and second. Hey, Ooh. nice little pop-up at second. And he had an insane stretch out towards right field, kept his foot on the base, almost diving towards right field to catch the ball, kept his foot on the base, got the out. Love it. It was awesome. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So much fun. <clears throat> so anyway, get a hold of Ohio Mosquito Control because they – We'll take care of your yard, and it's not too late. Just because I've had three doesn't mean you can't get started now. You get started. You can get started in a month. I mean, it's not going to do you any good right now because right now you need to go. So get them on there. Get on the list. They'll get you in about another six treatments or so throughout the summer. Trust me, it's worth it. If you hate getting bit, which I do, I don't really care. I don't get bit. My kids. It's bad news. He's got one right now. There it is. Oh, man. I bet that bugs you, doesn't it? Yep. It's all right, Call. I'm mosquito control. Going to. Jason will take care of you. On that note, Adam, the podcast starts um, as we have for the last week or two. Have you been writing down by chance what we've eaten? Have you at least, do we at least know what we've eaten so far? I think I did the first couple and I didn't, but it'd be very easy to just go back and. All right, let's write, I'm going to write this down when you say them. Let's let's talk about this. So we started off with what I believe is called the snack pack. I got it. Um, snack cake. Snack cake. All right, so we had the snack cake. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you had the next week. I had the next week, which I brought the greatest Reese's thing of all time, which is the outrageous bar. Right. right. Um, and then you were after that. Uh, what did I bring? I brought Did the, you go big cup after that? Um. Did I do big cup with chips? We had big cup with chips. Is that what you brought? Did you? Mm. I think I brought big cup with chips. Okay. I brought, um, oh, gosh. that was the wafer with the wafer in it. Yeah. Yeah. The Reese's sticks. Reese's sticks. We did Reese's sticks. Yeah. We did the uh, big cup with, with, um, potato chips. With chips. Nasty. <laughs> was that last week? That was. Maybe that was two weeks ago. Oh, well, two weeks. Well, two weeks ago because no. we didn't do Reese's last week. No, because if you brought the big cup, then I brought something else. And yeah. then did you bring just a regular big cup? No, I don't think so. There's something in there. We're gonna figure it out. Yeah, I'll, I'll go back. And but I got something now that I know we haven't done yet. Okay. And Adam, we've been doing Reese's now for at least what is that? Well, coming up on about two months of Reese's, right? Sometimes. When you're doing something like this, you just got to remember what got you, where what where you're at. <laughs> I went with the original, the regular old, everyday, normal size Reese cup. And you could win a Visa, a Reese's Visa rewards card uh, when you eat this. I need to look. I need to what look. Is, what look. does that get me? I don't know what this was. Buy two, get one free. So, of course, I already ate one. <laughs> <laughs> a good call i'd have done the same yeah uh a a reese's visa card i want that so bad uh looks like you got to send something in so that's never mind yep don't want it that bad all right so adam schmidt this is a one out of ten 
or sorry, one through ten. I can't give it a zero. Old school. This is zero through ten. Old school, regular, everyday Reese's. I love the background noise that we get. Yeah. Oh, that was a whole. Did you start a whole thing in? Oh, that's the greatest. I I am a half, and then I tongue the middle out. Mm. As I'm biting it, mm-hmm. I try to tongue as much as I can. That sounds disgusting. But. <laughs> you know, I was so excited when you showed me that. I knew immediately I was going all the way in one bite. Mm-hmm. So, one bite, everybody knows the rules. <laughs> all right. This is going to be, I'm going to finish this in two, basically two bites. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm chewing, but. Two cups. You're right. I mean, this is the traditional. This is the classic. I got to say, man, the original, they just, I mean, it's, it is a really good mixture, uh, uh, a consistency ratio. That's the word. It's a really good ratio of chocolate to peanut butter. Mm-hmm. It is, which is why it's been everybody's favorite for so long. Um, I'll tell you, though. I, I'm in love with the big cup just a little bit more I know, because I know. a little bit more peanut butter, I think, puts it over the top. This is a nine. I like it. I'm going nine three. My first thought was 10. And then I thought, wait a minute. Now I got to think about how I feel when I'm eating the big cup. Mm-hmm. I have a couple of the other ones. It can't be a 10 because the big cup is, oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. The big cup is is probably going to be a 10 or, you know. Yeah, you want to save room for something that might be a little bit better. I've got to leave room in there. I like it. Uh, still, it really doesn't get much better than that as far as candy or any food goes at all. And on Wednesday nights, Reese's is my dinner. <laughs> nice. Me too. Every, every Wednesday night. Usually Reese's is my dinner on Wednesday night here lately because I stop eating. Uh, I try not to eat after eight o'clock. Hmm. And uh, with that, with that, I usually miss dinner. I pretty much have been only eating one meal a day, which is lunch. And that's basically it with a whole lot of sunflower seeds mixed in between. So I guess that's a meal, but, but sometimes a lot of times I'll miss dinner on Wednesday. And so when I get down here, it is what it is. However, today I had a soft pretzel. Can't go wrong with a soft pretzel. No, no, you can because some places a soft pretzel is awful. Some places will give you a. I mean, this was microwave soft pretzel from you know ball field, but it was still delicious. Good microwave though. I feel like if you have the soft pretzel cabinet <laughs> with the heat lamp or whatever in there, and especially the rotation. Yeah, the rotation. Ooh. What that it does it, bud. Boy. Uh, yep. Or you go Annie Ann's or something like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, dude. Oh, is my good. God. Oh, no, jeez. I went my whole life without ever trying Auntie Ann's. And then I think, I don't know, I think I was dating somebody years ago, maybe ten, less than 10 years ago, maybe. What? And she was like, she's like, Annie Ann's. We, we got to get Annie. I'm like, I don't care about what are you talking about. Got it. She got something. I tried just the little nuggets. That tastes like they're just soaked in butter or oh something. Oh my god! Just the regular nuggets, yeah. and I'm like, my life's changed. A hundred percent. I was like, I was like how could you grow like, up going? 
We grew up when malls were still a thing. Yeah, the malls were great. And you never ate at Auntie Anne's pretzel? Mm-mm. Oh, my gosh. I only had a Cinnabon once in my life, I think. Um, what? Especially, that's a big one for me. I, I don't understand. I ask myself all the time, how have you only had one Cinnabon in your life? You are sucked. That's like, that seems to me like your kind of food. It absolutely is. Um, so whenever I fly, like if I'm flying somewhere, they have always got it. I ha- that's like the only time I ever eat a Cinnabon anymore because I stop it. So at this, there's a flying J on the way home from Columbus. And I gained the first couple of years I was going to Columbus, I gained like 15 to 20 pounds. I was eating one every, every other week. I was having one, maybe even two on the way home. Oh, yeah. Baby. Extra, extra, extra icing. icing mixed in there, you know. Dude, it and it because it's right inside there. And oh man, mm, man, you go in there, drop an Uncle Charlie, make room 100%. You, uh, that's my spot, dude. Grab two of halfway home, halfway home. There you go. All right, I got a question for you, Adam. Before we get it, we're going to talk about the NBA playoffs today, um, a little bit because we are getting into the finals, are going to start tomorrow. Uh, if you're listening to this, they may have already started because we're doing this on Wednesday night. This probably will be up sometime around when the finals come on or the next day. So we'll give our predictions. We'll talk about what we think about what happened in the conference finals and uh, give a little insight onto what we're looking for in the actual finals. Absolutely. But before that, I got a question for you. Yes. Adam, you're a coach. As are you. Uh, freshman basketball for you. Freshman high school, I coach nine-year-old boys. So. A little different. <laughs> so same principles though. Sure. That's my question for you. Principles. Okay. So we have to play in a league. We play in two leagues. Uh, one league that I never wanted to play in, but we have to due to the organization that we're in. And we play some teams that are below our competition level. I'm not saying that we're a fantastic team because you know we we are who we are. However, we we play against some teams that are pretty bad. I would say you guys are elite. Ah, there you go. I get that, right? Yeah, there it is. Shirt, hat, everything. So uh, my question for you is yesterday we're playing ball. Uh, Last time we played this team, we won 20 to nothing. Not because I wanted to. I stopped taking extra base. We didn't take a single extra base after 10. We stopped stealing. We weren't even, we didn't even lead off after 15. And we were done, but the coach wanted to finish the inning, which so got out of out of hand. Anyway, we play these guys again. Head coach is a good guy. Head coach doesn't coach third base. Okay. So um it's we're up, we're up by about five or six in the second inning. And kid hits a hits deep, hits a ball pretty good, hits a deep, gets uh in the gap. Your kid or their kid? Their kid. And uh, our guy runs, gets it, throws it in. And as my shortstop is catching it for in the, uh, you know, as cutoff man, the kid's not at second yet. And the third base coach is telling him to come to third. Now, my shortstop misses the ball. Second baseman picks it up before the kid even gets to third. He's standing at second base. This guy sends his kid home. Bad throw. I'm all about, you know, hey. You know, be aggressive, right? That's fine. You're getting beat by seven, right? And and at this point in time, I've been holding back because 
I don't, I'm not here to come out and absolutely kill somebody, right? That's no fun for anybody, especially for the other team. I feel like I may, I don't know if I made a mistake or not. You tell me. I got a little excited. And I said, all right, boys, started screaming. All right, boys, guess we're running now. (laughs) Right? And I ran every single kid that got the third base. I never had him stop. I didn't care if it was a, I didn't care if it was a ground ball. If he was on second, it was a ground ball to the third baseman. And that third baseman threw it. He was going home no matter what. Every single time. I ran my kids like crazy. Game got over. We run rolled them. And at that point in time, I think it was like it became like a two point two run game when that kid did his thing. So it was like, all right, here you go. You want it? You're gonna get it. Did I stoop to their level in this case? Because now the now the now the head coach and everybody won't even look at me when we shake hands, right? They don't even look at me or say good game to me. They say it to the kids, not to me. I am one of the nicest. Like I am is as game. I just got I got a guy today who came up to me and shook my hand. Some guy I've never met before from the other team. It says the most sportsman you, you coach with the best sportsmanship I've ever seen. Wow. I've had that compliment a couple of times, but it just happened today. I think of myself that way. I talk to the kids on the other team, tell them how great they do. That third baseman got to me. That third base coach got to me big time. Was I in the wrong? What did the score end up? We run ruled them by 12. We beat them by 12. Might have been more than that. It was twenty to yes, yeah, twenty to seven. What inning? Thirteen in the fourth. So here's the, here's how the inning here's how the game ended. Yeah, did we're you, up did by, you score we're most up by, of those runs late? Oh yeah. So I mean fourth, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean we scored. He did that in the second. We scored almost all our runs in the third. In the fourth inning, bottom of the fourth inning. So top of the fourth, we scored a few extra. Bottom of the fourth inning, he's down by fourteen. They were losing by 14 runs, and my catcher's hurt. So I got a backup catcher, and he's actually my third catcher. He's in the game, and he's Kyle not – Kyle Farmer. Yeah, Kyle Farmer. In he's not as uh, – you know, he's, he doesn't have the pop of He's nine years old, right? My third catcher at nine years old, probably not the best at throwing. So he's – they're getting – he's getting these ex- extended leads at third, and he's like short backstop. He's like telling his kids to go every time. And the kid's stopping because he's like, the catcher's got the ball right in front of the plate when we drop it. Two outs. Okay. Two outs. Bases loaded for them. Down by 14. Short backstop. He's got his kids three quarters of the way down. Normally, my regular catcher, those kids are out because he starts running them back and throws it, kids out. It have it they it wouldn't have even been close. He sends his kid home, makes the last out at home, down by 14. What are you doing? Like, that run means nothing, nothing. Yeah. I was, I'm still right now seething, but because now that other coach, the actual head coach, I feel he was driving away. And I was like, hey, man, great game. Wouldn't even look at it. Drove right by. Window was down. He definitely heard me and saw me. Hmm. Wouldn't even acknowledge me. I feel like I'm the dick now, but I, Everything that happened was because of that third base coach. I never would do that kind of thing. But if you're going to do it to me, I need to be able to score runs too. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I think I'm maybe a little bit. I, I I think there's something I don't totally understand. Uh, he he's. I mean, is it about is it about understanding that at this age, 
most likely you're going to have a bad throw or a bad catch I, on most. I, I, stuff. I mean, that, most of the time that doesn't happen for us. Okay. 80% of the time that kid's out at third by a mile. But I don't know what happened. The shortstop got a little antsy, I guess. He was like, oh, my God, this kid's actually going. He was standing right next to him at second base when the ball was getting there. He's sending him, though. I mean, technically, then if a kid gets a hit, you know, hits a ball, you're just going to keep running around. That's not baseball. The point is that's not baseball. That's You're not, not teaching a kid the how to play baseball now. We're teaching we're sh- we're we're running you want to run and you want to run till you're out. That's not helping these kids in any way down the line. They're 9 years old. We're not teaching these kids to play baseball for this year. We want these kids to learn the game, right? Am I wrong about that? You want to teach them the game, the correct way to play and what's cuz in 3 years there's that you he'll never do that ever. Sure. Um so then you did the same thing. Like, yeah, I was running my kids like crazy. Like they I, had the ball on the infield. When you said ground, guy on second base, ground ball to the second baseman. My kid on second base was he scored every time. Hmm. Scored every time. Because they're worse than me. I knew that. And I would never do that in regular. But because he wants to do that. Okay. If you wanted to do it, look, I, I wasn't going to. But if this is how you want to play this game, then I'm going to do this too. Is the insult that is? Are you insulted that he's not that he's not coaching the kids the way? I mean, I guess right now, technically, because there are going to be more bad throws and catches and stuff like that. Although, like you said, maybe it doesn't happen as much with your with your team. But if that's, are you more insulted by that or that he tested your kids? I don't mind it. No, 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 no. I'm upset at the fact. I think what I'm see now you got, it's a good question, right? Think about it. I immediately am upset when coaches take extra bases for zero reason, for no reason, when you're pushing the limits, because I don't feel like that's baseball. I hold my kid. I had a kid up today. Should have had a home run. He had a triple hit it deep balls rolling. He gets around. He was coming up the third and the cutoff man was catching the ball. He was he was well in the outfield when he caught it. He would have scored easily. But cutoff man's got the ball. A really good throw gets him at home. We had one out. I held him up. He ends up scoring on the next at bat. That's baseball. What's the score at that point? Today? At, at that point in this play you're talking about. I think we were up by four. I think that has something to do with it, too. They already got blown out by you guys. They weren't at that point. Well, they did before, but, but they weren't at that time. Right. So – they know they're going to have to scratch and claw for every single run to have a chance to stay in the game. Is it if he thinks that, you know, he's going to test, he's going to test that kid at, at, at or he's going to test the second baseman. I think you said ended up with it. He's going to test them out, even though, yeah, balls on the infield. Usually you're not going to go. If he felt like some, for some reason he can send them and he can score. And that pulls them within two. You don't feel like this guy was just trying to be a dick. I did. I didn't think. I didn't think that at all. I'm sorry, man. I I took. I take that as. I take that as a dick move by the third base coach. That's how I take that. You're you're take you're killing the game of baseball now. This is not baseball. So if you're gonna do that to my team, then you have to know that I'm gonna do it to your team. The thing that got me the most upset was that the other team's coach. Refused to acknowledge me when I like wouldn't even look me in the eye or say, 
good game or anything to me afterwards because all I was doing was the exact same thing his coach. But you know that your team is far better. Than You're exactly right. We are far better. And we, and if you want to play baseball with us, I will play baseball the right way if you play baseball the right way. That's where I think, I think you even in a different moment in a couple of days or something like that, you might be like, if he wants to, first of all, if he wants to teach his kids the wrong way to play, it's going to bother you, but you can't really, you can't really do anything about that. You can't really say it. it's not your team. You can, all you can do is coach your team to play the right way. If, if you are getting beat by a team, but you're close by a team that you know is probably a lot better than you. And you're like, I think I can send this kid and get another run and kind of be in the game here. It, it's not, I, 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 I know what you're saying, but like, I think it's more, it might make more sense in a couple of years. Like you said, like, of course it's going to, it's going to make no sense in a couple of years when everybody's a lot better. And, but so yeah, he would, I'm sure he wouldn't even do it then. It, it just, it didn't jump out at me. Like he was doing something severely wrong. Maybe it was the look, maybe it was the way this guy looked that really irritated me too, because he looked like he was a jackass. Could be. I I'm get so, that. Like I was so irritated i get so i'm so irritated we had a team the team uh team we played the uh this past weekend have a guy on second and he's bunting and he never stops his runner like he never he planned on scoring that runner from second on a bunt and he did it three times and twice he got out once he made it but why are you continuing to do i don't understand like that's not what are you teaching your kids now you're teaching your kids that you score on a bunt that's not that's not baseball why i don't that's not baseball. Well, it's going to have to be adjusted as everybody, like I said, you know, every year yeah, and everybody gets you're better. You're going to adjust it every year. I mean, if that's the case, then games could get extremely out of hand really fast. Meaning? Meaning if, you, if you're saying that we, you could just adjust it every year. So if I'm playing some team that I know is terrible and I just keep on running because I know they ain't never going to throw me out. They can't catch a ball. They can't throw a ball. So I just do that because this time I'm playing him, but then adjust it later when we play somebody else. No, I'm playing baseball the right way every single time. Okay. And, and look, unless, unless somebody decides they want to do it to me, you're going to do it to me. All right. Game's open now. Don't be mad at me when I'm sending a kid that my, that's my point. Don't be mad at me because I'm doing exactly what you're doing. I never would do this if it wasn't for you. And I think I made it pretty clear when I, when that moment stopped, because I was loud enough, even with this voice for everyone to know. That might be what he, what he was upset about. Then he should be upset with his third base coach. Yeah. Cause I, that's not baseball. Why do you got this ding dong coaching third base? Who's sending runners with the shortest bat. The backstop is like on the catcher's heels and he misses a ball and you're sending your kid from third base. Let me ask you this. Do you think at that time when you made it very clear that, okay, you sent him, I'm not happy about that. We're going to get you. Is that, do you think he, he could have felt like, okay, now it's about, now it's about like showing each other up. Like it, it, it may not have been, it probably wasn't that Adam, they didn't do it to dude, do Adam, that this kid wasn't even at second when my cutoff man five seconds away he was telling his kid to go to third 
and the guy who was catching the ball could have probably tugged him out at second base, and he's sending the kid to third. Should have got him out. <laughs> I'm fine with that. No, 100%. He should have been out three times in that in that inning. That's fine. And if that's see, there you go. I would love to play you in baseball now because I'll play baseball right until you decide you want to try to do something. Now I'm playing the way you play. But you want to play, you want to play not baseball? I'll play not baseball. And I, I've got eight of 12 kids that are fast as lightning and want they're dying to run, dying to run. But if it if it means so much to you to teach them the right way and to play, okay, the ball's on the infield. Sure, we might make a bad throw and you can score on that but that's not how baseball is supposed to work or whatever if if you don't like that so much then why why would you why wouldn't you just be like that's a dumb move even maybe tell your kids like that's not the way we play baseball we're gonna we're gonna do things the right way and see i knew you were gonna say that Sorry. That's probably why I felt the worst because I don't ever want a coach to hate me. I always feel like I want to be the guy that everybody's like, oh, that man, I like playing that team. They play the game the right way. And that's and, how I want to be known. And it sounds like from everything I've heard, everybody thinks that. Maybe today, St. Ignatius you doesn't got, anymore. You got a little worked up. Saint, oh, plus, it's St. Ignatius. So. St. Ignatius can stick it straight up. I'll never. <laughs> the good thing is, we'll never play them ever. I will never see that guy ever again. He can play his whatever he thinks is his select ball with St. Ignatius in, in a terrible league, and and try. And they haven't won a game all year, so they're one in. They're one in seven. So whatever you. There's a reason you're one in seven because your third base coach is an idiot let him be an idiot I let him be an idiot and then I mean I wanted him to see what it looks like so this is what it looks like what you're doing this is what it looks like I'm going to show you right now what it looks like is this fun for you is it fun for you to watch this because it's not he's in a different I mean you have a team that can do that and get away with it a lot he probably doesn't compared to your team so I think that's even more of a reason for him not to do it. (laughs) Well, no, I mean, trying to get if it it might it let him if you're playing against a better team, why would you try to do something like that? Well, that's the thing. Let him look like a total fool. Were you were were you upset because he should have been out so by by so far? Not even. No, no, no. I was not upset with my kids. That happens. That the bad plays happen. I, sure. I, man, you miss balls. Stuff. They're nine years old. That happens. Yep. I'm upset at the fact that you decide that you think you're just going to start running around, and I, I don't like when people don't play baseball right. And if you're going to do that, then I know now. I know that's how you're going to play. Well, I'm not getting beat by you because I'm holding kids up and I'm doing things the right way. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to hurt my kids. I'm not going to let my kids think that that's right because you just beat me because, and they see the way you did things. I'm not going to let them think that, that they're a worse team. They're a much better team. So guess what? It went from a three run game to a 13 run game. And that's what happens. Don't be a jackass. And the game ended before you could. So like if the game went another inning, say the run rule wasn't, say the run rules 15 or whatever, Mm -hmm. would you have stopped at that point with Uh, that much of a lead? Yeah. 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 That next inning, I wouldn't have even stole. 
I, last time I played them, I had my kids not even take a lead off. Mm-hmm. When we, we were up by 15, they're not, we stopped stealing at 10, and we didn't even take a lead off at 15. And it ended up 20 to nothing. And I one base at a time at 10. At 10, I had a kid who smoked the ball, burned one of their kids, and held him at first. That's it. I held, well, I held the kid in front of him. <laughs> My dad sent him to second, and I held the kid in front of him at second. So he had to go back to first. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> because I didn't want because that's how I did not want to disrespect that team. I could continue to do that, but I am not going to disrespect you. We've played once. We've played once. Let's just get this game over with and go have go do what we do. This has happened a couple of times where in the second inning, a team is close. And I'm not saying that we're great because when we play good competition, we're average. This isn't this is a different or you're good and they're good. Right. Right. This is totally different. We had another team that it was a two-run game after the second inning, and you would have thought the you thought they won the World Series. At the he was trying to figure out what the time what, if it was drop dead at an hour and fifty minutes, and we'd only been playing for thirty. He thought he wanted to know when the time limit was trying to get a dub. Trying to get well, he was he was he was down by or no, they were up by one. They were up by one in the second inning. I think it was three to two. And <laughs> time limit in the in, second inning. <laughs> in the third inning, we it's 10, 10 after three. And we scored 11 runs in the third inning. And I, nothing I, – we do baseball the right way. We just hit, 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 and move the runners around. Last time, last one, we I think it was – we were up by seven at the time. And I always tell my kids at third to be aggressive. Kid threw the ball over his pitcher's head. My kid took off because that's how we teach him to do because it's that's a baseball play. If you can't, you know, throw the ball back to the pitcher – Takes off, goes home, and the guy's all of a sudden the exact same guy who's so excited 25, 30 minutes before says, just let him have it. That run means nothing, and he's super irritated again. I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm not overrunning kids. I'm not I'm not sending kids at the wrong time. You have to make throws back. That's how it works. They took two, they the two runs, two of the three runs they scored off of us were off balls that threw past the pitcher. I'm starting to get irritated again. And the 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 kid that scored on that play today was he scored on taking a chance and and that having, wasn't today. That was that was yesterday. This happened yesterday. yesterday. The Ignatius game. Sorry, yesterday. Today um, was a really good game. Nine to six. Nice. But you know they 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 took a chance and yeah he let it let, wasn't taking a chance. It was you know there's a difference when you try to stretch something right there's a difference like you see people when they try to stretch like sometimes I'll, we can i i get all right we need a run here right i got a fast guy up we got we need a run i i might i might take a chance here i get that but this was the most deliberate terrible i mean it was he wasn't even at second when the shortstop was about to catch the ball and the third base coach is yelling get over here get over here get up ball is still in the air he hasn't even missed it yet. And my shortstop is the best athlete on the field at the time. I don't understand it. He just, he, maybe he's not a good third base coach, but I guess not because if you're down by 14 or 13, the runner on third means zero at that moment in time. So if you're trying to take home on a short pass ball, that's, and you end the game because you tried to take home on a pass ball when you're down by 13, that makes zero sense too. Don't make the last out at home, number one. Never do that, especially the last out of a game. 
And with a run that means nothing when you got bases loaded in two outs, that run means nothing right there. Get your kids up there and hit. I feel like you're just mad that he's not a good coach. I am. I think I am. So then I don't know about challenging him with your, I don't know, man. I feel so, I feel like you have talked me off of a leg. I needed you yesterday. I needed you yesterday. Because when I got all excited and started talking, all my assistant coaches were like, you know what to do now? You know what to do. Go get them. So everybody was like, all right, Chris says let's run. Then we running. You know what I mean? Because they, I get, sometimes I get a little, a little heat because I don't, I'm not as aggressive. You're, you're a, you're, you're a high energy guy during games. Would you say? A hundred percent. Yeah. So I, I think your adrenaline's already here. And then if something, if anything happens and you feel a certain way about it, your adrenaline's already here. You might make a, you might get loud and say, so something I'm and, the worst. I'm no. bad guy. And it's okay to I tell did, me. I did not it's say okay that. to say that if I was the worst, my thought product, I was, I'm this close to texting this dude that night, the head coach and being like, listen, I just want to let you know, I never run my kids like that. I refuse to act like that. In fact, the last game we played, I didn't even take an extra base when we were up by 10. I didn't want to play the last inning. But once your third base coach did what he did, then that changes everything. I, I was this close, that, but I always sleep on it before I text anything. So I didn't say anything. So got it. 24-hour rule. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I'm, I, look, I, part it, of me it, wants to reach out to this guy because that's who I am. I don't ever want to be looked at as the asshole ever. I, I, especially in coaching, I want every coach to like me. I want every kid on the other team to like me. They're nine years old. It, it's, I want, that's what it should be about. Mm-hmm. If you reach out to him now, it's been 24 hours. <clears throat> would it still be, I didn't want to do that, but your guy, or would it be, look, sorry, I met, might've gotten, might've, might've gotten a little heated because I saw something that at, I didn't like. And at, I, it, what, at, well, what do you I think? I feel like it's the same thing. I don't feel like I would do it now. I don't ever have to play that guy again. I'm not worried about it. I, don't, I feel like at this point in time. I got to take my licks, man. Let Somebody's just not going to like me. It happens. There I'm are people sure that they've moved like on. They probably don't even think about it anymore. <clears throat> it was the know. drive-by that got me, though. It was the drive-by that got me. Like I said, I, every one of those kids, man, is great. Da, da, da. Well, right after. I mean, that's the thing. That's the 24-hour thing. If he, drive, if he drove by you tomorrow, he might give you a wave or something like that. Uh, I doubt it. Who knows? Uh, you obviously have proven that I'm the bad guy in this situation. I did not say that. I did not say that. <laughs> All right. That's okay. All right. <laughs> Is your adrenaline ever taken over and you made a move that you probably shouldn't have when you were coaching? Yeah, probably. Like, oh, I'm up by I'm up by I'm up by 15 or 20 with that three minutes to go. Almost never happened, but, yeah. but let's say it is. And, and they uh and you take your starters out. Oh, how about this? And you take your starters out, and uh, the other team starts pressing on, pressing you, mm-hmm. like right with your starters out. They keep their starters in. You're up by thirty. You're up by twenty with two minutes left, and you take your starters out. They leave their starters in and press. Mm-hmm. Is part of you want to call timeout and put your starters back in and put another ten points up on them? Maybe not put another ten points up on them, but at least get your guys back in there? Nope. Because the kids that are playing that don't normally get to play are out there for a reason. You, I, They're going to get outclassed probably in a lot of cases, but 
if we were so much better, if we were 30 points better with two minutes or three minutes left in the game, first of all, especially at this, at that level that I coach, they're not going to make up 30 points or even close to it. I'm not saying they would, but it's like, all right, this is your opportunity, bud, for you to do the same thing. I might put, I might put a ball handler back in there. Yeah. But other than that, no, I'm not, I'm not worried about they started pressing and you threw a ball away and they made a basket. Mm -hmm. And then they immediately went back into their press. Would you call timeout? Uh, maybe, or maybe if it happened a couple of times, like if we could not, if we couldn't get the ball past the free throw line to go up the floor and and that happened two or three times in a row. Yeah. I might call a timeout and I might, but I might, I'm not saying put, put, I'm not saying put your starters back in either. Just call a timeout and run through the press break because that's all that's our usually our biggest problem is somebody's not doing the right thing anyway. Right, so so basically what you're saying is you think that uh Juwan Howard then should not have been upset with the coach from Wisconsin for calling that timeout when they couldn't get the ball in twice in a row. Yeah, I think he shouldn't have been upset. Okay, just one. Yeah. But you wouldn't I be upset. I forget with what my opinion would, on it was back. You wouldn't then, be so. upset with. I told. I said I was more upset with Juan Howard for continuing to press at that moment in time. When there, how much time was left? It was like thirty seconds. Like back off, dude. You're down by twenty. It's game's over. Your kids aren't learning anything now. You're just upset that you're losing. Yeah, I, but if my, yeah, but if my, if you were down, if my by bench, twenty with thirty seconds left, would you have your starters out there pressing their non-starters? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, at that, it, it's a, that's a different level, but um, I don't know. I, if I'm down that much, I'm probably putting, but with that much time left, my bench is probably in even down 20 or 30 or whatever. I'm saying if you're up. Oh, if I'm up. Yeah. If you're Juwan Howard and you're, oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're down. You're down. Yeah. You're putting your bench in, right? Uh, yeah. My bench is probably in. Yeah. I, I got to try to find time for the for those kids because they need it. They need it. There you go. All right. So Chris is a terrible coach. Adam once again outclasses everybody as usual. <laughs> no, I try so hard to outclass everybody. It is so difficult sometimes. <laughs> what do you do if you're in a baseball game and same team keep continues to try to bunt with a man on second and never has the kid slow down, just rounds him straight home, throw home and get him out. Well, we did, but what do you do if they keep like, am I, am I allowed to be upset that you continue to like, what are you doing? You're not, that's so ridiculous. No, they're not your kids. They're not my kids, but you're not teaching your kids how to play baseball. Okay. You, but are you, are you going to be one of those guys or one of those parents that goes after a coach and they, you're not doing the right thing. You're your bad coach. And I mean, no, are no, you, no, 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 no. Are if you going to let no, them figure it out for their, hold on. I'm not saying you are, I'm asking. No. If no, if that happens to me, it's more of a all right, let them run home, boys. We're there. You just hey, they're gonna keep on going home. You just keep on throwing it home. That's an easy out. And I will say it loud enough so you hear it because so you know how stupid you are for doing what you're doing. Hmm. That's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. You <laughs> I don't like when people don't play. So you like you are, you are calling them out. I'll call them out while I talk to my kids. But I'm talking to my kids, not to him. So you're trying to disguise your call. However you want to do it. If you hear if you hear me telling the kids that you're doing things the wrong way, once again, didn't you say that I should be telling my kids this isn't how we do things? Well, in between innings or something, you get them together and say, 
if it's the third out at home and I'm like, that's right, boys, let them keep going. If they're going to keep throwing, they're going to keep running wild and we'll keep throwing at home and getting them out. If you, if you say it loud enough on purpose for, for the other team to hear it so that you're sending a message to them, I think maybe it's the, it's, it's a, uh, maybe you do it. A, I don't know. I think maybe you do it a different way. I struggle pull, with that. Pull your kids together and say, cause it's not, it's not, it's not up to you to tell them they're doing something wrong. Tell the other team it's they're like doing an, something it's wrong. A, it's like an unwritten rule. It's like a, like when you go on the baseball diamond, like you know what's right and what's wrong. You know like what's bat right. Like flips and, what's wrong. and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, I'm talking about baseball. That's, well, this is, this is in game things that change the way the game's played. You're talking about flipping a bat after somebody hits a, hits a ball hard. That doesn't change change the way the play change the way of how the play happens by the way speaking of that did you see the last week i guess it was when vado i think he hit a home run earlier in the game and then he uh, a relief pitcher was in came up first pitch was high and tight um and then he walked him on four pitches and then vado turned and like kind of Somebody said he flipped the bat or he bat flipped or something like that, but it looked to me like every single walk, he just like every like time he walks, he throws through that hard. Yeah. To there. throw it. Yeah. It it was no there was no yeah, I didn't you didn't see that, did you? I didn't see it. Okay. Cause there was because then the guy said something to him as he's walking down to first base, the pitcher did, and Vado went nuts and he didn't go after him, but he the whole entire next at bat, Votto's at first base, screaming at this guy, screaming at their – it was the Cubs last week. It's the Cubs, man. <laughs> That's the Cubs, dude. They get under Votto. I feel like Votto's like me. He's a good guy. He has the right thing in mind. But sometimes when, you know, the adrenaline gets high, you make the wrong decision and you say something or do something you shouldn't. And what does Votto do every time? He comes out and apologizes. I apologize. I apologize <laughs> for the way I acted in the St. Ignatius game. I'm not sorry that we run ruled you in any way. You shape be or sorry form. about that. I am not sorry about that. There you go. You're a great coach for your team. Be a great coach for your team. Ah, oh, geez. Here we go. Send me some videos about coaches talking about what it's all about. It's all about being at the grass. It's all about the – I know what it's all about. <laughs> you know what it's all about. I do. There you go. I make a big deal about it all the time. <laughs> it got away from me once, man. It got away from me and once. That's okay. It gets away from the best coaches plenty. <sighs> yeah. All right. On to the next deal. <laughs> Let's talk about – the NBA playoffs. Speaking of coaches. Speaking of coaches, that's a great segue. This is a great segue. Eric Spolcher is a great coach who's no longer in the playoffs. Um, and so is Steve Kerr, who is still coaching in the playoffs. Adam, what do you think about uh, – you want to talk about the, the West Conference Finals or the Eastern Conference Finals beforehand, or you just want to jump straight into the finals? Because, like you said, we knew – that the Laker or that the the Warriors were in, I think, was it the day after our pod? I mean, he, they've been in for a while. Yeah. And then uh, the Celtics series was a little crazy because the, the games got a little out of hand every single game, it felt like. Terrible game. I mean, just not no close games until 
uh, I think game six actually was was game. I think game six was was a closer game. <clears throat> yeah, then, game seven was a four point game, and and that was you know that that's that's doable for most people. And game game six was a uh, eight point game. Yeah, that game six was the best game. Game seven, I think the Celtics were up 14 or 15, uh, a lot of that second half. And then Miami made a run at the end and cut it to two, I believe. Yeah, they cut it to two. Jimmy Butler got, I don't know if you saw that. Jimmy Butler got a, I think, a rebound, went down. How much time was left? Maybe 20 seconds or something like that, maybe less. Uh, a, A really good look at an open three in transition, like right into the kind of, you know, going down the floor, uh, Al Horford was back and he was backing up, you know, far enough where he was in the lane. Yeah. Jimmy pulled up for three and, uh, and missed. And a lot of people were all over Jimmy Butler for taking that shot. I don't, I don't really have a problem. It was a, a wide open look. The three pointer has become a higher percentage shot than the long jumper. And if Al Horford's, backpedaling is he going to take it at out they want him to take it directly to al horford or they want him to like pull up at the pull up for a free throw line jumper instead of a three well al horford was probably wasn't going to go too much further back he may have once jimmy butler crossed the three-point line i think al horford starts to yeah starts to body up a little bit um but jimmy may have gotten either you know get to the free throw line, hesitate, and then try to make a move around him and get to the rim and then try to tie the game and send it to overtime. But, look, he took a chance. They were at home. It was in Miami, and he he had an open shot that he felt like he could make. Um, not a great three-point shooter, but not so bad that there's no way he should be taking that shot. It's an open shot to win the game, to yeah. win game seven. Um right on the line. It's not like he took a 35 foot or anything like that right on the line. Um, so I, I don't really have, I, I almost always want a guy to go to the rim and get the best closest shot you can. But I also don't hate that shot. I don't think it was the wrong shot or anything. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, but Boston did enough to, uh, I mean, their defense is incredible. A couple of things that I, that I, I, I didn't realize until just the other night I heard this, all five of Boston's starters got at least one vote for Defensive Player of the Year. Wow, really? Yeah. <clears throat> that's I, insane. I can't imagine that's ever happened before. Um, and that So that gives you an idea about how good defensively they can be. And, um, and, and that is ultimately how they won that series against Miami. Miami's also a very, very good defensive team. But uh, so going forward into the finals, the matchups are really, really interesting for that reason. So you try to think about, you know, who's going to guard Jason Tatum, who's going to guard Jalen Brown. That's kind of their two biggest offensive weapons. And then who's going to guard Steph? Who's going to guard Clay? Um, and you, you, I'm sure that uh, that uh, the defensive player of the year, whose name just Marcus Smart, Marcus Smart, is going to guard. You would think will guard Steph Curry. You, I mean, they're going to throw everybody at Steph, aren't they? I mean, Steph Curry runs rampant around there, so you can't just put Marcus Smart on. I mean, obviously, that's not. You'll weird. have to switch a lot. Though, I mean, but Jalen Brown's long. 
Jalen Brown would be a, Jason, Tatum. A, a Jason Tatum is long. I love to have a big, a long, fast, athletic guy on Steph who, well, for short periods of time, can, and then you get a guy who will body up Steph and really make him work with um, uh, through physicality and a guy like Marcus Smart. Mm-hmm. And then you get a guy like Jalen Brown who's just going to trail, trail, trail. And if you try to put that shot up, you got a good chance of getting blocked because he's longer than anything. And you same way with a guy like Jason Tatum. I like yeah, I, I I think you you could throw a few guys in on on Steph, but yeah, definitely I would say Marcus Smart probably starts off on him. It, it, yeah, it'll certainly be a team effort to to try to keep him under control. Um, this was something I, interesting I saw today. Steph Curry, when defended by Marcus Smart in the last five seasons, I, I feel like this might even be wrong, but thirty points in six games—that's five points a game. Yeah, but how how much of that time is he being guarded? That doesn't mean that he's only getting five points in the entire game. It's just five points while Marcus Smart is guarding him, which could only be 10 minutes of the game. And Steph could have 25 after that in, in the same game. Even so. He's I, pretty insane. It, it is pretty good. 30, he shoots 37% uh, and 30% from three. When, when Marcus Smart has guarded him the last five years, has three assists and seven turnovers in six games. Um, I, that, that's interesting. Now Sounds like he's going to see a whole lot of Marcus Smart. <laughs> he's probably going to, but I, I think you're absolutely right, though, in that they're going to have to – I mean, he's going to get switched off on he, – he's going to – Al Horford's going to have to stay in front of him once oh, in a geez. while on the yeah. perimeter. Um, you know, uh, Grant Williams is going to have to do it. Robert Williams is going to have to – everybody's going to have to guard Steph at some point, but they're going to try to keep Marcus Smart on him as much as possible. But you're right. Those switches, when, you, when you're switching Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown onto, onto him from Marcus Smart, you're not losing a whole lot defensively. No, but there – you know the – I mean, Golden State's not going to – that's not going to be the play. The play is going to be bring up whoever's down low, who Draymond or whoever, whoever Al Horford's guarding, and you want to put a 40 40- – you're, what is he? What do we say he was? 36? Al Horford. Yeah. <clears throat> 30, old, older 30-something-year-old man who's 6'10 and quite a bit slower. You want that matchup. Sure. And, and he's been outstanding. Al Horford, yeah. Al Horford has really surprised me in these playoffs. But, um, yeah, you're, you're going to have to – and it's going to be a team thing. And, look, the Warriors, it's not like they're – it's not like their offense is just revolves around getting him, getting Steph open shots. They really move the ball, and if Clay's open and he can get a shot off, he's going to do it. If Andrew Wiggins is slashing to the basket and he can score, he's going to do it. Pool, yeah, he's been shooting the Jordan lights out. Pool, yeah, um, they have a bunch of guys. Now they have that that championship pedigree, cliche term, but yep. but experience is definitely on their side. That. Core has won three championships already, and they've got those younger guys. And they've they've added Andrew Wiggins now, and <clears throat> he's been playing great. And Jordan Poole, they have a great mix of, and really Boston does too. Um, but they're a little bit more experienced that deep into the playoffs. He stands out defensively, but the Warriors have been one of the best defensive teams all year. Um, and, and they just, it's, I'll be honest, Chris, I don't know how I would choose this, 
who who I think is going to win and how many games. I can't decide. Really? So you don't even have anything for this right now. I, I mean, it's going seven. This is going seven. I'm calling home team. Who's home, who gets home field? Who gets home court advantage? That's who I'm taking. Golden State. That guys said take Golden State in seven. I like that. That I'm I'm telling you, I believe that ev- the home team will win every single game. Oh, okay. Okay. No road wins. No road wins. Golden State in seven. Okay. Um, I, now, Boston is coming off a road game seven win. Yeah. That doesn't matter in this case, huh? Not in this case. Okay. So totally. And that's the other thing too. Like um, when it comes to the Warriors, they've played some pretty good defensive teams in the playoffs. Um, But they offensively are as good as it, maybe not as good as it gets, but they're up there top five, right? They're top five offensive team in the, in the league right now going into this, whereas, you know, what Boston just got done playing was a nitty gritty, uh, you know, couple blow, you know, four, five blowouts either way, but mostly another really good defensive team. And I'm not saying Golden State's not a good defensive team because they can play defense as well. However, they can put the numbers up in a hurry. I mean, with Clay and Steph on the court at the same time, I mean, that's in any in any 30-second span of that game, they can have a 12-0 run, which is super scary for anybody. Absolutely. So I I but I see that kind of thing really going down at home. When you play in the gardens and you're in Boston and you travel from however far that is, 3,000 miles away, that's a big part of it too. And you're traveling 3,000 miles staying in a hotel. They're traveling 3,000 miles sleeping in a bed. Yep. They bed. They sleeping bed. in they bed. Their bed. Too you much Cat on, Williams. You must be on social media. Too much Cat Williams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely Cat. Um, all right. Yeah, that's – you know, yeah, that that is another interesting part piece of it is because I, I saw the schedule for the finals and I'm like, why are we dragging this out for two and a half weeks if it goes seven games, you know? Yeah. Why do we need two or three days in between games? I'm like, I, there is a much – there's you, you're traveling as much as you possibly can yeah. pretty much uh, for this series. So um, that's fine. And usually I'm like, well, let's extend basketball season as long as we can. Yeah, what's that? That doesn't – that's that's always fun. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So you you're taking Golden State and so who are you gonna take? I'm gonna take man, I'm gonna take uh Golden State. Whoa, are you gonna you're going seven too? We're so we're taking the same thing. I'm gonna go Golden State and six. Wow, really? Golden State and six. Mr. Seven, Mr. Game seven is not taking a seventh game. I I uh would have taken seven. I'm just trying to do something different than you did. <laughs> I almost took Boston for that reason. Uh, uh, but yeah, I hope you're right. I hope it goes seven. You know, yeah, I, I absolutely want that. Uh like I always do. Yep. I love it. That's perfect for me. I'm, I'm in for that. I'm excited. I'm always excited. No matter who's in the finals, I'm excited about it. Um and I'm I'm really happy with these teams, especially Golden State. I love I love that Golden State team. I know everybody, every 
kid under 12 years old fell in love with them for the last few years too but my son is like he's leaning more and more towards i asked him the other day his favorite player was and he said ah lebron or steph Mm. it's getting more he's leaning more towards steph you know what i mean like it's it's happening this is steph curry's this generation's lebron from 15 10 15 years ago yeah yeah uh (laughs) i yeah so i love i love this golden state team and what's amazing is two years ago they won 15 games you know they had all these they had all these everybody was hurt except draymond right yeah and he's missed time too um but yeah, Clay had two of the biggest injuries you can possibly have. Missed two two whole back back. years, um, and that was a big thing. And and Draymond did miss time, and Steph missed a bunch of time too. Um, but having but this is almost like the job that Steve Kerr did, and everybody like took notice of the job Steve Kerr did when he took this team over and like elevated them so quickly to become way better. He's done that twice now. Yeah. I mean, I know it was they were injuries, but now those guys are in their they're 32, 33 years old. Yeah. And they're so they're they they're coming off of injuries. They're in their 30s now. And he's got them playing that way again. That's um, something happened. Oh wow. We're good. Just a just a chord movement. It's keeping it it's still listening. It's just our I I, I tweaked our just headphones. Scary. So the headphones got a little tweaked out. I gotcha. Um okay. So we both have Golden State here. It wouldn't surprise me one bit if Boston wins this series. I love, I have to say this because I'm a I'm a Greg Popovich shill, but both coaches are Greg Popovich guys. Uh absolutely. So I'm I'm pretty excited about that little story too um i don't know if anybody else cares about that but that's a bun that's a fun part of it right i mean for you i mean that's dude pop is turning into pop is putting himself every year it seems like with different things that happen as one of the biggest innovators at the coaching position that i mean they they have rules now of what you can and cannot do when you're or the way you have to put players on injured lists because he did such a great job of making sure that his players were healthy for the playoffs and he didn't care. He didn't care if you paid $150 when you're, you know, when the, when the, when the really good Spurs teams came to came to your town and you didn't get to see Manu Ginobili, Tony Parker, or Tim Duncan, like, sorry, tough luck. It's this not about you right now, bro. It's about our basketball team winning games. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, so anyway, on to uh, let's let's go on to the Mount Rushmore. Here. Let's go to Mount Rushmore. This was um, what do yeah. they call that? A gleek? Isn't that what? That's oh, is called? that what happened? Yeah. <laughs> um, I the Mount Rushmore here. <laughs> oh, bless you. Sorry. That's why you moved that. <laughs> What's happening here? <laughs> um, the Mount Rushmore this week. I I thought was going to be kind of fun, and it turned out to be harder for me. Than it, I thought. it was not easy. This is not easy because there's a couple that are boom. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, we should probably tell. Go ahead, tell them what the Mount Rushmore. Sorry, that's my fault for interrupting. No movie sequels. I I I, I was beating around the bush, uh, but movie sequels. So anything past the first movie in any franchise is considered a movie sequel for this. So. I mean, like, 
I'm not, and and I feel like this is easy for for movie geeks. And yeah. when I say movie geeks, I don't mean like like I'm not saying you're a geek. I'm just saying like I'm, I, I I say that as somebody who what loves watching movies and is into new movies and see stuff like that, right? Because you've got all of the Avenger movies. You know, there's probably been a couple Captain Americas and a couple hulks and there's been a bunch of hulks and a bunch of iron man and aquaman Aquaman. now there's an aquaman 2 coming out with oh by the way johnny depp amber heard have you been watching any of this stuff (laughs) i've just heard other people you've got to you have got to just hit johnny type in johnny depp amber heard trial highlights Hmm. it's amazing there was somebody oh yeah because what's his name was on there right from aquaman uh, he he came on and was acting a fool, even though he was doing a court. I uh, didn't was, see uh, that. Who, testifying. Who was it? What's his name from uh, the guy who played Aquaman? He was on the. He was. I'm, I didn't see him. Yeah, because she was in it. I think right. she was in the first one. Yeah. And so I, I'm pretty sure I saw a video of this, and I, I thought it was like a thing somebody made, um, but I think it might have actually happened. He, <sighs> they had him on video, like testifying. In, in the court case yeah. and Dude. he came on and was just like making jokes and being kind of rude like there was a couple of them that were like that like johnny depp's driver was like that like just basically saying just all no reverence for the court no not <laughs> at all and these people were having fun with it too man like this the johnny depp's lawyer she's a she's a she's awesome she's great right i've heard so this lawyer for amber heard is asking amber heard quite or asking somebody questions was it amber? i think it was i think he, she was asking amber heard questions and just there's one point where she goes objection leading right it wasn't leading but we'll just say it was and then the the the, <laughs> the attorney stops and she thinks about her question <laughs> And then she starts asking a question and she jumps in, objection, leading. And you can see Amber Heard's lawyer getting, I, I, I'm going to try to ask this question. I don't know how to even phrase it anymore. And it's like, oh, oh you might have the wrong <laughs> lawyer, sweetheart. You might have the wrong lawyer. She can't even ask a question. <laughs> Old girl's raking her over the coals. <laughs> it is so great. Like, and Amber Heard's gotten caught in a couple different ways. She says something about talking about getting getting beat up from Johnny Depp, right? And Johnny Depp beat her up, he said. She says, she claims. Uh, And they talk about all this stuff. And there's a picture of Johnny Depp passed out that Amber Heard took to show. This is the night that she got beat up, right? She says she got beat up. And she's testifying this. And she goes, something, 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 talking about makeup and using makeup to cover up her bruises or whatever. And she goes... And, you know, and, and you can you and she's like, well, what can you use? to? How do you how do you what her lawyers asking her, what do you use to cover up a bruise? And she's explaining foundations. And she goes, basically like a bruise kit. I mean, not a bruise kit. No, no, not a bru- bruise kit is what they use in the movies. And they got a picture. There's a little bruise kit down the bottom corner of the picture that she took. Oh, wow. oh my God. So they're like so oh, to make bruises like to like how movie producers would make it look like you have a bruise in in a shot like it's got the different colors of red and blues or whatever that you mix together and she straight talked about <laughs> straight said she used the bruise kit <laughs> oops oops my bad so great i'm telling you you gotta watch these highlights they had a psychiatrist on the other day it's like this yes i saw that guy 
meth mouth guy. Do I have do I have to answer that question? And the judge looks at him and goes, Yeah. When they ask a question, you have to answer it. I did see that. He was saying he went on this super long, long whatever he was talking about. And the judge goes, You need to actually answer the question she asked. Like, please stop talking for a minute and run back to this question she asked. So great. He he diagnosed Johnny Depp with some kind of he he used an actual diagnosis for Johnny Depp. And then Johnny Depp's lawyer comes up and goes, have you ever heard of this? And he's like, yeah, it's, it's a, uh, I can't remember what the word was, but the guy's like, yeah, it's a, uh, it's a rule for psychiatrists to, that they cannot diagnose somebody without ever seeing them as a patient. And he goes, okay, have you ever seen Johnny Depp as a patient? Johnny Depp is a patient. He's like, no, but I've seen him in his movies and just watching the pirates of the Caribbean, you can tell. And he goes, so you're telling me that the way he acted in a movie, Oh my God, just blowing these people up. Amber Heard's getting raked over the coals. They, uh, there was a verdict right today. Was it today? I thought it wasn't going to be over till Friday. If it happened today, I saw what they, they were. So I don't, I don't want to No, tell me I'm fine. Tell me they were spoiler alert. They were both awarded because she she wanted 50 mil. He wanted 100. I think I heard the other way. Or was it the other way around? I think Maybe it was, it was a, the other way around. In one, so, so I think Johnny Depp, what, did he have the defamation suit and yep. she counters And she counters Okay. He was awarded 15 million. She was awarded 2 million. <laughs> Neither one of them got anywhere close to what they wanted. But. They have to basically. It's a net thirteen million for yep. Johnny. Oh man, they get well. He's going to get even more because she came out and said she all the money that she got in the divorce, she was going to donate to these two charities. She said, "I'm pledging. I'm pledging to donate these to these two charities." And that's been you know four or five years ago since they got divorced. And Depp's lawyers like so, the nine million dollars that you got. Uh, have you given any money? He goes, well, she said, I've pledged it. Yes, I've pledged that money. And she goes, it's been five years. You have not given any of that money to anyone. She goes, oh, well, I use pledge the synonymously. And she goes, well, we don't. Pledging is not giving. Have you given it? And like, oh, my God, it's so great. I love every second of it. You can pledge all you want. Yeah, <laughs> I pledge. The elite, I, you pledge I pledge allegiance to the flag. Yeah. I pledge my life savings to give to whatever you want to say you pledge it to but if you don't give it to them it don't matter lemon pledge great household cleaner anyway we got off on a tangent i apologize <laughs> uh one more tangent pirates of the caribbean could be one that people like, you might have just answered my question okay favorite jonathan depp movie oh old eddie Sitter, scissors hands is way up there but i've got to say um Oh, uh, Finding Gilbert Grape is probably my favorite Johnny Depp movie. Never saw it. What? Yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio plays a like an autistic handicapped person. Hmm. All right. So was this it's his little brother? Is that the is that the sequel to Rain Man? Is that on this? Is that on your list? <laughs> Maybe. <I don't laughs> sounds know. like sounds like yeah. similar to Rain Man. Yeah. Um, definitely Eddie Scissorhands for me. Uh, okay. Just just wondering since nice we, and easy since we talked yeah. about that. So speaking of sequels. Right back to sequels. You have four sequels. Uh, 
can continue on with your explanation. You were talking about you have all the it's stuff. You've got Star the, Wars, you've got you got Star the, Wars, Star Trek, all these ones that have like 50 different movies on them. I don't know how to do that. So going into what I, I love the Godfather. Mm. Like I love the Godfather, but Godfather 2 is probably my favorite of all of them. So I, I put Godfather 2 on there. You get more of a background and you get to see uh Robert De Niro more, you know, it's got the whole backstory with him and him moving to have you ever seen no you've never seen the god i'm a huge i love uh mob movies and and stuff like that I, the godfather's awesome scarface is the only one i've ever seen really mm-hmm. all right scarface was good i like i'm scarface, not even sure that's not even god, really mob it's it's a drug cartel right yeah it's basically like drug cartel yeah. but i mean you still have some mob dealings in it because they deal with the mob a little bit but anyway yeah yeah Man, really? Never seen The Godfather. I've never seen what's the other one? Goodfellas. Um, Goodfellas. Never seen Goodfellas. Rest in peace. Thank you. No, rest in peace oh, to a... rest in peace to uh oh 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 Ray Liotta. Ray Liotta. Yeah, there you go. Ray Liotta yeah. passed away. There and there was our uh our segment. Yeah, our, rest in peace. For some reason, no. we always laugh. And smile. No, no, no. It was it was called. What was it? Uh, what was that segment? Dearly called? departed. The dearly departed. <laughs> Uh, Dearly uh, departed Ray Liotta. Uh, uh, so I'm going to go Godfather. Who, who, favorite Ray Liotta movie? Oh, that's Good easy. Course. It's no, or, I mean, Godfather. No, or, uh, Ray Liotta wasn't in Godfather. He was I in mean, Field of Dreams. He was Shoeless yeah. Joe Jackson, Field of Dreams. That's the greatest movie ever. I wish there was a Field of Dreams too. There may be. I don't know. Uh, um, you don't want to ruin it. You there's know? some bad ones out there like Grease 2. <laughs> That was rough. You Grease know I mean? one sucks. What are you talking about? Ah, Grease one went bad. I like Grease. Grease two sucks. <clears throat> There's a bunch of silly ones like that. Um, I only like Grease because Paul Witt likes Grease. That's yes, the only Paul thing Witt's I like a huge about Grease, it. man. Uh, so I'm gonna go with. So I'm gonna I'm gonna jump the twos. I'm gonna go with Rocky four. Rocky four is. I mean, Rocky three is good too. With with uh they're all good i love all the rockies i ain't gonna lie to you even with tommy gunn when you get into like five or six or whatever that is i still have never seen creed which i almost feel like there's something wrong with me for never seeing that mm-hmm. i want to see creed but you know rocky three with uh with uh mr t and but rocky four darf darf lundgren or however you say a guy's name that's the that's the greatest when he goes out there and starts training in the wilderness of Russia and he's running up the hill and the guy and the guy's following him everywhere he goes and they can't pull up the mountain and he takes off. And he, ah. I don't know if he said, yo, Adrian again or not, but he screamed something. Hmm. Rocky four, uh, Rocky four. And then, so it gets tough again, right? Cause all the toy stories are good. You know what I mean? You get like the cartoon stuff. There's plenty of those things that go, I'm not going to go. I'm not going to go that route, though. Um, I mean, we talked about this the other day, and it's pretty simple. I love Back to the Future 2 and 3 equally. I think they are equally as good as 1. Maybe not. Maybe 1 is the best, but 2 and 3, I love both of them. When he goes to the Wild Wild West and the dude calls him a chicken uh, or yellow, calls him yellow, oh, my God, cracks me up. He throws the Frisbee and all that stuff. Love that. So I'm going to go with Back to the Future. I think I'm going to go with Back to the Future 3 instead of the Back to the Future 2 where Biff steals the almanac. 
I think I'm going to go three. There's something about three hmm. that I like. And then my last one is the whole, this whole series is phenomenal. And if you've never watched any of them, dude, I strongly suggest you catch you a little Matt Damon and get you some born born identity is the first one born supremacy is equally as good, if not better. And I think there's a third one too. And I don't remember what it's called. Uh, is it Jason Bourne? Is that his name? Jason Bourne. Yeah. Oh, movies ever seen. Dude is bad, 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 bad. It is awesome. That's a good amount of Rushmore. Uh, and, and speaking of never seen that thing, that's what makes this so much harder for me than I realized. I don't watch movies. I don't watch movies either. I know. I don't watch movies. So. I didn't start watching movies until I got married. Okay. So like 15 years is what I have in movies. If it wasn't some un- uncle Paul was watching, I didn't watch movies. Sure. Um, and he's watching shows. He's watching a lot of shows. Yeah. Right? But there, he went through a long, long period, man. Back to the future was huge for him. Okay. The Greece and all that. I mean, he's, he went to movies there when he was in his twenties and thirties, he was a movie guy. Okay. Nice. Um, <clears throat> all right. Well, that was the biggest problem for me, but I am. We have some similarities here. Similarities, but not the same. Back to the Future Two, by far, is number one for me. And so, Back to the Future One and Back to the Future Two are almost exactly the same. Back to the Future Three, for me, for some reason, just has always been way down here. I don't know why. I don't know if I was just not into the West stuff. I've seen that one far less than the other two. Yeah. For some reason, just I I I loved it. I love that one. Yeah. Biff falls in the manure or they dumps the manure on him. That's so great. Um, so maybe I need to go back and watch that soon. Um, um, Mary Steenburgen is in that one. I like her. Mm-hmm. Um, but Doc's girl, Doc's love interest. She's right. awesome. I think she was in one of the other ones I was just talking about too. Was she? Yeah, she was, uh, she was in, <laughs> she was in saving Gilbert. Great. Oh yeah. Oh, she was the, okay. uh, she was the cougar. That uh, always had Gilbert, always had Johnny Depp bring the groceries over. And, okay. Uh, he would take little Gil, Gil with him and, uh, or whatever. Anyway, yeah. He was over there not just to deliver groceries. We'll just say that. Oh, oh yeah. He was chopping up her, uh, the shrubbery hedges. outside. Hedges. What yeah. is it? Trimming, oh, different, trimming the hedges. Different, different movie. Different movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Back to the future, too. Absolutely my favorite. Nope. I'm, I can't even say that. I can't say that because Karate Kid 2. Oh, is, wow. Karate Kid 2. I think that's my favorite sequel yeah, ever. Man. Um, I am such. I, Karate Kid I'm taking a born supremacy off and I'm putting Karate Kid 2 on there. He goes to Okinawa yeah. with Mr. Miyagi when his dad's when his dad's sick. And the whole, I mean, and the whole movie's over there except for the very beginning when he surprises him as he's walking onto the, onto the, the breezeway that you walk onto to get to the plane. <laughs> he's got his Okinawa book that he just happens <laughs> to stop by the library on the way there or whatever. Um, but yeah, and his, he's got his love interest there. Kumiko, I think her name. Yeah. Um, no, I love that movie. Love, love, love it. The big scene at the end, the, you know, the, uh, I'm trying to the, the the dance that they do and the in the big castle and uh, they won over Sado and love that movie so much. Um, I think even more than one. Wow, one was great. One was great. Um, let me just go right into Karate Kid 
three. Whoa. See, Karate Kid 3, really? Put two Karate Kids on there? I put two Karate Kids on there because I don't watch movies. I feel like I, I could have put both Rocky. I feel like I could have went Rocky 3 and Rocky 4. <laughs> Go Rocky 2, 3, 4, and 5. Because 2 is sure. awesome, too. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so, Karate Kid 3, yeah, Terry Silver, and uh, was Mike, uh, Mike, whatever his name was, the, the young dude with the spike, you know, the yep. spiked hair. Um, that was just fun. I, I just liked the whole, you know, Mr. Miyagi was my hero, like anything he was in all three of those. So, um, now I never saw the, the say he was on one with, uh, the next Will Smith's kid. kid. Yeah. Was he on that one? No, I thought he, I think he died. Are you sure? I thought he was in that one. He was in the one with, um, uh, who was it? Was it Elizabeth Shue or no, who, who was, uh, no, who was the girl that came the next karate kid? I think. Yeah. When it was the one, yeah, it was a girl. Um, but then the I, I don't know who the actresses girl. or actors really are. Neither like, I know a few big names, and then after that, same. Like, when you said that girl's name, and I was like, Yeah, that's Doc's love interest. That was a total guess. When you said, Yeah, I was like, Sweet, I got the right <laughs> chick. <laughs> it was. It was. Um, and then I know what else she was in. I'm, t- yeah, I'm terrible with names too, and, pl- and plus, I don't watch anything. So, Saving Gilbert Grape, check it out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Definitely. All right. Um, Back to the Future 2, Karate Kid 2, Karate Kid 3. I'm going... I'm going Rocky 3. Oh, yeah. Mr. T. Only because Hulk Hogan and Hulk Hogan. Hogan. Only for that reason. Those two are in that Thunderlips. Oh, my God. Thunderlips to start that movie. That is the greatest thing of all time. Hey, man, it's for charity, right? Just like, uh, you know, go a little, have a little fun for it. Throws them out of the ring. (laughs) (laughs) In a boxing match. Uh, that, so that was funny, and Mr. T's character was so funny in that. <laughs> I'll show you a real man. <laughs> Come over to my apartment tonight, something like that. Yeah. Um, oh, that's good. Oh, you knew, but that's when guys. Mick died. Mick died. Mick died in three. three. Did he? Hey, look. Sometimes Mick's die. <laughs> Mick dies in three because that's the one where uh, that's what gets him because he fights Clover Lang the second time without Mick, and he's got. He's got what's his name's boy with him. No, no, that doesn't happen until after he dies. That's in Rocky Four when he gets the the guy who's trying to throw in the towel uh, against. Well, uh, Apollo uh, trained him after that, right? Didn't that's what it was. Apollo trained him for the second fight, and then Apollo's trainer trained Rocky in Rocky Four. Okay. All right. After I, Apollo dies. I don't remember any, I don't really remember a lot about the, all the Rockies and what takes place in what movie. I remember almost nothing past Rocky three. Really? I remember Dolph Lundgren. Rocky four, sure. but you, Rocky four, Rocky four is my favorite Rocky of the, all. The Russian one. That, yeah. yeah. That's my, all, that's my all time favorite Rocky. I mean, I know that's, that happens in that one, but all the stuff with Pauly and, and I can and, change. Yeah, yeah. You can change. We all can change. Rockies are obviously classic movies. Also, super cheesy and overrated at the same time. <sighs> overrated? Yeah, just like Seinfeld. Um, oh, that's that's that you. That's a low blow. I like those things, but. I mean, Rocky. The Rocky movies are so so cheesy. 
they're super cheesy. And and just like almost every sports movie, it's hard to depict to to actually show like make it realistic. The boxing in those are so absurd that what? I'm like, oh my gosh, the, the, watching the, Sylvester Stallone get his head kicked in and the sweat going all over the place and, and his and spit his, and his hands down and he gets punched like this, then he gets punched like this, then he gets punched like this, and then uppercut. And oh my well, gosh, the there's no way he can even put his hands up. That's the point. You can't, you can't knock him down, man. You can't <laughs> he, knock him down. He wasn't doing that to taunt the guy. To, to, yeah, he does. That's what he does he in, gets, he gets in Rocky down. Four. Rocky Four, he just starts telling him, hit me, hit me. And then the and Dolph yeah. starts getting out of breath. And then boom, Rocky gets in there. The Russian's bleeding. After <laughs> That's what I mean. <laughs> it's so bad. And look, get out of town. Look, almost every basketball movie is that bad too. It, Anytime you have a sport involved, these people—I mean, they don't—they're not asked. They're, well, they uh, rock. I didn't think Sylvester Stallone looked that bad as a boxer. I thought he looked miserable. I mean, his body looked great as he, a boxer. He had to do it as a lefty miserable. too. He had to do it as a lefty. He had to do it as a southpaw. Yeah, 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 that was the whole point. He was a southpaw. <laughs> So you learn how to fight Southpaw. So it's just everybody else. But then in Rocky, in Rocky three, he switches up and goes right. Or in Rocky two, he when he fights Apollo the second time, he switches it up and he fights from the right side. Fights right headed. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I I just it, you know something about I in my adult life, it's been harder for me to get into the Rocky stuff. That's a bummer for you, man. Yeah. I get so jacked up, dude. I could run through a wall. I'd run through a wall for Mick right now. <laughs> yeah. Mick was yeah, Mick was funny. Uh Meredith Burgess. Is that Burgess. Uh, Adrian? No, no, that's that is Mick. Oh, his name's Meredith. His name's Meredith. And he oh, was the sucks. penguin on the yeah. Batman. Yeah. Speaking of another one, like there's 50 Batman. I like I liked mm-hmm. I like there's a lot of the Batman that I liked. Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton that's the was one, the original. That's the one so, yeah. So then you don't, then you're definitely not Can't taking Batman on there. Can't put it on there. Now, uh, what was the one with, with Jim Carrey as the Riddler? That, that's maybe the only other Batman movie I've seen. Dude, the one with, the one where the dude ended up killing himself right afterwards. What was that guy's name? The, who played oh. the Joker? Uh, that was one of the, that was a re- that was one of the best. I've that was one of the best Batman I've ever seen. Never never saw that one, but yeah, I, I think that was one of the first Christian Bale. Was that one of the first Christian Bale Batmans? I feel like it. I, I feel know. like that's right. Worst Batman ever. I mean, we're all in agreement. Would be the uh, whatever the guy's name is from Top Gun. Uh, from Top Gun, which is a very topical thing right now as well. Yeah. Uh, who um, who's the bad guy? Not the bad guy, but like the other pilot that nobody likes. Another movie bad. I've never seen, uh, by the way. Okay. <laughs> uh, there's Tom Cruise and Anthony Edwards were in the original, and I don't know about anybody else. <sighs> never mind. <laughs> Tell you, I don't know why. Which, I it was the one that movie. Arnold Schwarzenegger was in. Where'd my phone go? I need to look this stuff up. It's right in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, did you just have it? You haven't gotten up. <laughs> um. I don't I don't know who the villain in the first or the new Top Gun movie is. I feel like the villain is actually Tom Cruise, um, just as a guy. <laughs> He's always a villain. <laughs> yeah. Um, that Scientology stuff is just weird, man. Dude, have you watched any of that stuff? 
Yes, I watched the I watched that entire documentary twice. The Leah Remini one on yeah, Netflix. That's my my Val Kilmer is who I was trying to think Val of. Kilmer. Val Kilmer. You did not like the Val Kilmer. No, Val Kilmer is a terrible Batman. Although Michael Keaton, without a doubt, I agree. Oh, the best. best. Christian Bale ones aren't bad. I haven't seen all of them, but yeah, Michael Keaton's the best. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Michael Keaton and Catwoman originally a stand-up comic. Yeah, Michael Keaton. Yeah, I love that about him. He's really funny in everything he does. He's funny in Batman. He's funny in the other. Have you ever seen the other guys? I don't know. Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg. Um, they're they're cops. They're like detectives. Oh man, I think I have seen that. Is he the is he the chief of police or something like that? Yeah, I think I have seen that. Yeah, uh, yeah, Michael Keaton is. Yeah, yeah, that's really he's a good. villain, and he's a villain in another movie. He's like a Birdman or something. I don't know. Have you ever seen any of the Die Hard sequels? Weren't there a couple of those? I probably, I don't know. Okay, yeah, I don't know if those were any good. Old Bruce is always doing something good. Maybe, maybe Die Hard was Die Hard two the one with. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson? Don't know. Me neither. Didn't even see the first one. Imagine that. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good thing we're talking movies here. Um, All right. Well, we both have given our Mount Rushmore of sequels, movie sequels. We've got one more bit to address here, and that's our comedy special. Yep. So, Adam, Cat Williams. Feline Williams. Feline Williams. With a K. Kitty Cat. Feline with a K. Feline with a K. Uh, Cat Williams, World War Three on Netflix. Adam, I started off the Mount Rushmore. Tell me what you thought about Cat Williams. Well, let me just, some of the notes I wrote down, chicken stance, question mark. Uh, he's talking about uh, the chicken I, stuff. Yeah, he looks like a real chicken. Apparently, chickens all have one foot behind them and one foot in front of them. Really confused about that. I don't know, but they got really lots of confused. thighs. I mean, it makes total sense why there's a ton of thighs, because when you eat chicken wings, you eat like you get like eight, 10, 12 chicken wings. Well, every two chicken wings, there's two thighs. When you eat thighs, chicken thighs, you eat like one or two thighs and that's it. So there's going to be an overabundance of thighs. Joke made no sense to me. Oh, okay. I mean, you don't go like, I'm going to take 10 chicken thighs. No, when you buy chicken thighs, if you buy chicken thighs, you're only eating one or two, whereas chicken wings. You may eat six to 12 or more because they're smaller. Yeah. Hmm. So I disagree with his take on the chicken wings. All right. That pretty much throws half of his special out the window. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) The the song that they played very briefly after the joke that ended with weekend at Bernie's about the I was I was confused about that. I was like. I think the DJ was supposed to do something different right there. You think so? I think I it was a mess know. up. I don't know. I was like, I don't, I don't really understand that. I think I just, if there were words to it, I couldn't understand the words. Uh, I, I was watching Netflix and the words didn't make sense either. <laughs> I was watching Netflix with the, uh, what do you call them? Subtitles. Still didn't make sense. The uh, the fake collapse in laughter after he <sighs> says he did that a few times. I'm Five like, times. I'm like. He didn't do it after anything he said was funny. Like, I know. <laughs> why would you be pretending to collapse in laughter after saying that? You know, um, I would. <laughs> let's see. Uh, let me let me try to find something positive here. The fax machine joke was was kind of funny. That was really good. The fax machine joke. I laughed pretty good at that. Um, <laughs> let's see. 
<laughs> women. The, some okay. So let me try to. I'm trying to trying to find something positive here. Um, the the very last joke, the BC joke, that was pretty good. I got a kick out of the beast, the whole BC joke. I thought that was pretty funny. We're not gonna call him. We're just gonna call him BC from here on out. That was kind of funny. Like I don't know. I I thought that. I thought it ended. I mean, on a high note for the way the rest of it went. <laughs> you know what's funny is I was heading home. I just watched this last night. I was heading home from somewhere, and I was like, you know what? I kind of have a feeling this is going to be decent. I think it's going to be yeah. better than I was expecting. Um, before I get to to how I felt about that, um, let's see. Oh, oh. Uh, water is the only thing in the world that you know the recipe and you can't make. Oh, hold on, you can't make none. Um, now, I besides being bothered by every single um, double negative, I I did think that joke was kind of okay. Um, <laughs> there were some he did a, he did some stuff that was like it seemed it's like the premises in, in the the. the the themes of the jokes were so like they've been done for decades and decades. The Adam and Eve, like, I feel like everybody's done Adam and Eve jokes. I feel like, uh, what was the other one where, um, Oh, trying to, trying to get the trick, the, the audience and where are the men with, uh, Okay. And he like he and then played on that for five minutes. So hard and then tried that. to play on it for five minutes. Yeah. I'm like, come on, man. This is this this stuff. People have been doing this for 30 yeah. years. The thing that get anyway. that got me the most with this was his it seemed like he didn't have that much material. Mm-hmm. Because he you could tell he was just he was winging it. He was time. talking through he before like he'd say the same exact thing four times before he would start the joke and it was like he was trying to talk around it to make it go a little bit longer mm-hmm. it was almost like netflix was like yo cat we need a special out of you bro here's five mil if you if you can run us off a special and he's like i'm from avondale bro i'll get you a special in 10 minutes <laughs> and and you know it seemed like a really big audience it seemed like it was huge mm-hmm. they did not like over there there was no huge laughter out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, um, that's my big thing. I think that his delivery wasn't very good. He, it took him way too long. And then when you start cracking up at a joke and no one, the only time, the only, there's a few giggles out there, but they're laughing at your reaction, not the actual joke. Yeah. Uh, I gave it out of the kindness of my heart a 1.9. Whoa. Wow. Oh, man. Did I overrank this? Uh, no. I, went, I went under a three. I was under a three, oh. but I was at 2.9. I went with 2.9. Okay. But I, I mean, there were some funny parts in there. It wasn't as bad. I think the big thing is, is I went and saw Cat Williams. We've told the story before. It was terrible. The worst thing I've ever seen in comedy in my entire life. And uh, because of that, everything's always better than that. <laughs> it was literally the worst comedy special I've ever seen. There you go. Maybe that was his strategy. Be yeah. really bad for a little bit so that all his stuff before forward. that, though, you go back 15, 15 years ago, dude. He put out two or three specials back to back to back that were phenomenal. I know that he's made me laugh before. I know that I've heard jokes from him that I'm like, oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. 
for the most part, most of what I've seen from cat Williams, not I'm just great. not that big. Yeah, I don't know why. Just not, just not, not that big. Not a cat fan. Him. Not a cat fan. Not really. I mean, yeah, the animal or the feline comedian. Williams. Yeah. Well, okay. that was Old easy. Catherine. Yeah. All right. Well, do you have any comedy specials set up? Because now we have to decide what we're going to do for comedy and for Mount Rushmore next week. Again, uh, we are in an amazing time for comedy. There are so many. Sp- I just saw another one today. People are putting stuff out on YouTube all the time. And yeah. it's not it's not usually like Netflix. Like new special goes up. They are putting it up. They're like, you're, this is the first thing you're going to see when you yeah. log on here. YouTube, you can see some of that stuff if your algorithm is the right way or whatever. But, um, but you kind of have to stumble upon it. How or do I find my algorithm? Just depends on what you what you watch. You watch a lot of like baseball videos and stuff like that. I know because yeah. I log into your account. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Look, man, I've been a baseball guy my whole life. And I now love, that I, I love it. now that I'm in here, I, it's nothing but. But Parker watches on our on my YouTube a lot. So and Parker loves baseball videos. Huh? Parker watches some I love baseball, baseball video. Videos. He watches people playing vi- baseball video games <laughs> on YouTube. So I don't know if I can do that, but um, but yeah, I, I uh, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll log on to YouTube under your thing to uh-huh. post our podcast, yep. and I'm like. Man, look at all those look at all those baseballs. Like that's that's my Chris. There's a lot of training videos on there too. Yeah. So yeah, a, a lot of, lot of training videos. Training videos. Yep. Yep. You go pro baseball, uh Antonelli baseball, mm-hmm. a lot of zone sports, uh zone sports academy, or uh also known as Dominate the Diamond. A lot of the Dominate the Diamond, by the way, guys. If you are out there trying to be a coach, just go to Dominate the Diamond or Zone Sports on YouTube. You get every drill you ever need. Nice. Great guys. They're not going to do you wrong. Uh, that's one of the best things about, uh, about social media and some of those things 100%. like that is, I mean, just, you can, you can look, you can watch uh, coaches clinics. If, if I'm talking basketball coaches clinics, you know, Jay Wright and all the best, all the best coaches have done clinics. They've, they've, you know, have uh, practices that they've let people record and stuff like that. You can find, everything on there now man it's super it's a great tool um i am gonna go this week chris with a gentleman uh who put out a youtube special in the last couple weeks here he's been making his rounds on all the he's he's a new york comic um he used to do a podcast with chris de stefano called history hyenas um he's had he has his own special his own podcast now called long days um very funny guy Giannis Pappas. Oh yeah, I've heard of this guy. Yeah, he's very funny. I think I've seen him before on something. Probably just last week he was on Theo Vaughn's podcast. I'm not going to see him. Yeah, I'd have to watch podcast Uh, or listen to a podcast to hear that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's called Mom Love. Mom Love. I'm already. I'm already excited about it. Yep. Yep. Giannis Pappas. There he is. That's what we're doing next week. Nice. That's awesome. Um, well done with that, having that ready to go. Um, I think that was, I think that was done, uh, with a lot of thought. I think you had a lot of thought put into that and I uh, appreciate that. I think by that, you mean you, uh, spoke a long time to <laughs> about comedy to just to, just to say what we're doing there. And you're, oh, no, you're right no, about no, that. That's not what I was saying. I'm, I'm actually just talking so I can think a little bit longer because <laughs> I have no preparation for this 
in any this way, is, shape, or this form. This is when you always come up with the best. That's <sighs> struggling though. There's not a lot left, and my eyes go around this room, and there's not a lot more things <laughs> for me to really pick out and go, "Oh, there's one." Best um, baseball training channels on YouTube. Oh, yeah, that's I could definitely do that. There's some really good ones out there. There's a lot of guys put a lot of time into just teach people how to play baseball, and it's all free. And I mean, they sell stuff on their websites and stuff, but sure. Sure, you'll watch an ad or two. Yeah. But hey, it's worth it. You got to do what you got to do. All right, Adam Schmidt. Yes, sir. For today's Mount Rushmore, or I should say this week's or next week's Mount Rushmore, we are going to do. I've got it. Any sport, any sport. The Mount Rushmore of unwritten rules. Ooh. Or maybe it's just baseball that has all the unwritten rules. No. I think there are, uh, I mean, I, there are some in basketball. I mean, we kind of addressed possibly one or two there. Unwritten rules. Okay. So ones you like. Not one, not like, yeah. Yeah, like unwritten rules that you like. Okay. Okay. Like so, Adams B no bat flips. Uh, don't show up the pitcher. Okay, so okay, so they can be any unwritten rules, but how you ones that you like though. Okay, yeah, there is. Okay, so say there is an unwritten rule about don't flip the bat. I like that because I don't think. Okay, I got you. This is gonna be. This was terrible. This is a terrible, terrible, no. terrible, 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 terrible. I don't think so. All right, we'll I think, figure it out. Yeah, I think when, when we when you do a search, you we'll, we'll both find some stuff. You're like, oh yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I think I think this All is right. a good one. There you go. So unwritten rules, Mount Rushmore of sports unwritten rules. Yep. Good don't, call. Don't forget to get a hold of Ohio Mosquito Control. Summer's getting here, and you're gonna you're gonna want no mosquitoes in your yard. That's right. Oh, by the way, it's all natural stuff in it, right? Oh, that yeah, what yeah, we yeah. always say? Yeah, it's not going to hurt your pets. And it doesn't kill the bees. Right. Don't let your pets outside for two hours afterwards, but right. not going to kill them, though. Yeah. yeah. If they go out and lick the grass, yeah, it might get a little right sick. After. But, you know. Yeah, probably not a good idea for two hours, they say. Sure. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Adam is going to spray only when his neighbor's dogs are out. Do you have, do you have does your neighbor have dogs? I just said that. Um, I feel bad if they do. No, I he didn't say that at all. My no, my neighbors to the left of me uh, do not. My neighbors to the right of me did, and apparently it died at some point, and I have no idea when. Do you uh, talk? Just, do you know either of your neighbors' names? Yes. Do you, do you have a conversation with them when you go outside? More than just hey, how we doing? Um. Yeah. Good. Good for you. Yeah. Only because. The people to the one side of me, I've known for thirty years. Oh, they well, went to, to same school Martin and church with us. Yeah, gotcha, well, gotcha. I really whistled that S there. Um, <laughs> yeah, so they've known. I she real nice, real nice family. She keeps me up to date on all the old St. Martin people. That's awesome. Good for her. Yeah, good for her. That's awesome. Yeah, ah, I uh, yeah. Because those are the people you really you really want to know what they're doing right now. I'll tell you, adult. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, really? Yeah, I remember that name. No idea. Anyway, yeah. Uh, dog story though. They did have a dog. It. Uh, I don't think it 
I don't think it liked me. It would like bark if I would pull up into my driveway and it was out the front. So the person that owned my house before me, huge dog person was. Yeah. Like, you gave me a couple crates from him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which your dogs couldn't possibly fit in the, whatever crates I gave no, you. No, I took the biggest one you had. Oh, I used it for a long time. And then we bought the two giant crates that we have now, but I use that. I still have it up in the attic. Okay. Good. Um, let somebody use something from there. But uh, so huge, uh, big pit bull person and that yep. kind of stuff that she had a couple of two or three dogs or something like that. Um, so the neighbor's dogs would come up. So her dogs would go in their yard and do their business. And their dog would come over to her yard, which is now my yard and do its business. So it was used to doing that. So, and they just kind of had an agreement. I'll pick up your dog's poo. You pick up my dog's poo. In I the guess. backyard or front yard? Front. Front yard doesn't make any sense to me. Backyard, like if you guys hang out, like if the dogs hang out in the back and they're running around playing together and they drop a deuce, you know, it is what it is. They're out there playing. But if it's in the front yard, then you're walking your dog in the front yard. Or do they just let their dog kind of run around? In the there, yard? There's no fence in either yard or anything. So it's, they just have it out. I guess you either have it on, I mean, they, their dog didn't run away or anything. So they would just have it out and it would stay, but it would come over and do its business in my front yard. And they weren't used to picking it up. And I, a few times she's big, especially in the summer on sitting out on the porch. Well, old, old Adam's cutting his grass and he's got to dodge the, the doo-doo. And, and you can't just put a rock over top of it. Like your ex-girlfriend's house. <laughs> Right. Why are all these rocks in my yard? That's the crap you got to pick up. I'll cut your grass, but I ain't picking up your dog, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Can you remember that? Absolutely. <laughs> it's my favorite story of all time. I forgot. <laughs> um, so anyway, I, I had a, a few times where I had to stop more than a few times, had to stop in the middle of cutting the grass to go find a bag, come back out, somebody else's dog poop up that wouldn't that wasn't willing to and i never knew for sure that it was them i never mm -hmm. saw it do it but she was honest about it she saw me frustrated yeah and um and she's like i'm so sorry that's you know my dog and uh I, and she told me the story about how they used to go in each other's mm -hmm. yards and stuff and and uh she's like you know he just uh he he used it just still goes or she she i think um i never care about whether a dog is or no doesn't matter can't tell. all dogs are he's all cats are she <laughs> okay okay sure that's how it works I'll, I'll take that i have one of each i call dogs he every dog i come across is a he every cat is a she every single one i love that because you're a dog person you still you're like hundred who cares who cares dogs are guys cats are girls that's how it works i love that i had a male cat at one point in time we had a male cat and it was a girl i just yep hey girl hmm. I, how do you know how it identified i don't okay i'm not getting into that listen either. listen cats have their own things right like you might be born with a twig and berries but if you want to be a kitty then you be a kitty if you don't want to be a dog the dog the cat might actually my old cat probably identified as a dog Okay. I think he thought he was a dog because he played with our dogs like he was a dog. Was his name Cat Williams? No, no more. That'd be a good. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh okay, no that's more. right. Yeah, 
<clears throat> um, that would be a good name for a cat, though. Cat, cat Williams. Come here, cat. Yeah, you got to call it Cat Williams. You got to do the whole the whole name. <sighs> no, it, no. <laughs> it only works that way. Cannot have a name for a pet more than two syllables. Oh, huh? Do not do. If you got a cat, if you've got an animal in the and it's more than two syllables, you don't call it by its full name. Guaranteed. Anybody that has an animal with more than two syllables calls it a shortened version with one or two syllables. They never call their animal their full name. My goldfish Penelope would tend to disagree. My <laughs> my sister's dog is uh, Eleanor. Only heard him call. Only heard her called that once when they first got it. Mm. It is Ella all the time. That Ella. is the only thing they call. Ella. That's it. They don't call it anything else. After the Rihanna song? I have zero. Ella, 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 A. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Something about some rain in New York or something. Something. Yeah. yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Concrete jungle. Something. I feel the same about that song that I do about whether dogs are boys or girls. Could care less. <laughs> Could care less. Um, okay. <clears throat> I forget what I was did even you, saying. Did you, curious. did you, so did she, but does he still drop a deuce in your yard? It's, it's dead. I'm pretty oh. sure. Or it, they gave it away or something. So when you, when suddenly I realized this, I haven't seen that dog in like two years, suddenly two I years. realized that. I'm like, I guess it died. Did you say something to him? No. No. By the way, sorry about your dog. She uh, never said anything here, to you about the, the dog. Here's the thing. I'm not sorry about it. <laughs> yeah, but she never said, oh, Blue died. Uh uh-uh. uh. Miss B. Miss B. Miss B. Was the name of the dog. Was the name of the dog. Miss B. That's two syllables. That's two syllables. Yeah. It was shortened because it used to belong to a family member of theirs um, who who just called it the B word. Wow. And they're, they're uh, Christian folks, so they shortened it to Miss B. Smart idea. That's also the name of their, uh, of their internet. <laughs> Wi-Fi that picks up in your house all the time? Yeah. <laughs> It's yeah. the password, the actual B word. Oh, it should be. It I've should never be. tried it, but it should be. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody so. comes to your house. Hey, what's the password to your Wi-Fi? Snitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just try all the bad words, you know, until you find it. Especially for the Christian family. <laughs> oh boy. All right. Well, I don't even remember where I started. Uh, what, how I got off on that thing, but. Oh, it was just the dog story about pooping in my yard. Yeah, they they could tell that I wasn't a fan. I think that's why they didn't say anything to me when it died. They're probably like, he is not going to feel remorse like I want him to feel. So mm-hmm. I am not going to give him the satisfaction of knowing that my dog. After they found out you were frustrated, did they start picking the poop up out of your yard? You know, they went through a period where they were both. One of them had surgery on their foot and the other one had back problems. And that was the excuse I heard a couple of times. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm so sorry. I meant to pick that up. I can't get out. And he's, you know, he's got his foot up. He can't. And you know, their, their 38 year old son lives there too. And, um, Oh, 38 year old son lives with them. He's definitely not cleaning it up because he's never done anything in his life. I guarantee that if you're 38 year old normal, when I say normal, I mean, not have anything wrong with him. Son lives with you. He ain't doing nothing. Cause he's never done anything his whole life. I know that because I had an uncle like that. <laughs> <laughs> he's not. Yeah. He, he, he's not. He's, he's a, 
fairly he does have a health issue that uh mom says is the reason that he doesn't live by himself but it's a health issue that many 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 people that live by themselves have so maybe it's more severe than i know i don't know he's had it ever since he was a child i he just i don't I, maybe he's just fine there yeah maybe he's just fine live, look it's save your money if you can stay at mom and does dad's he work? house he does work he does work he does i i don't you know it's um where does he work? It's maybe a beginner's job. <laughs> Where does he work? He works at a comic book store. <laughs> Gosh, I hope they never hear this. <laughs> Not using names, so it could be anybody, really, but that's where he works. It could be either of your neighbors. That's where he works. He poor guy is he's a nice, he's a nice old boy, but uh He's the same age as you. No, the same age as me. You're, yeah. He was, Did he go to school with Joey? Uh-huh. He was, yeah, yeah. I think he may have been, he's the same age, may have been held back a year or something like that, but played sports a couple of times with him <laughs> growing up. And, uh, yeah, he, he just, um, he's still, still hanging around. Nice. Which is totally okay. Totally, Absolutely totally okay. okay. If, it, if it works out for you. Hooray. Uh, that's got to be weird to bring a girl home at 38 and say, hey, I'm on a date. I and uh, Matt. So <laughs> I haven't seen, I know that he has dated someone before. Um, I've seen a girl or two a couple of times in my five years of living there, um, but not consistently. And I was told by mom that he was dating someone at some point. I think he just maybe maybe he goes maybe he maybe he does date but doesn't you know doesn't date at home. Well, you know, could do that. Sweet, I mean, yeah. sweet old comic book gal, and just go to her place. I guess sure. See him most of the time. Go to the. Uh, he comes and goes. Does he? Comes and goes. Comic yeah. book stores got crazy hours. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's uh it's fine. It's Does fine. he own the comic book store? Nah. <laughs> nah. Nah, he's an employee. Yeah, I think he sorts comic books. I didn't, but, know, I didn't know there was a comic book store. <laughs> I don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, one there was one by. right there in Shiviet somewhere, wasn't there? Is I that think still that's there? the one. I think that's the one. Wow, I didn't know that was still there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't know people read comic books anymore. I mean, look, uh, they're collectibles. Sure, they're, yeah. They're, so, yeah, I'm, I'm sure that's still, still alive because of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. I, I, I imagine, I've never seen it, but I feel like the comic book folks are the same people that do the cosplay and go to the um, the conventions. I feel like you may just be uh, uh, generate, ge- generalizing, but uh, I feel like that be. generalization is pretty spot on. <laughs> probably not that far off i don't know for sure but speaking of that speaking speaking of comic-con and stuff like that comic-con uh, our cousin our cousin goes to comic-con a lot yes have you true. done any blood work for for the uh big event at all did you do the, you we know the story of giving blood oh yeah yeah that's the big <laughs> have you done anything besides that what blood type are you now you no. want to go get your blood type what blood type are you? a uh a b positive oh so you're good you could Right, because she's a positive, right? 
Is that right? I think so. I I, uh, I have the chart somewhere. This person. I thought it was only... I don't know. I thought A, B could do A or B, and then O can do... I don't know. Speaking of that, dude, I, I, I hate to... This is the last thing I'll say, and then we can go. I heard one of the funniest jokes of my entire life last week. Yes. And I've laughed so hard about it three times now. I, I lost my mind in a restaurant the other day when I told my dad <laughs> the joke and we both were sobbing. I love, we how you both say, were in- I love how you say a restaurant. Everyone that listens to this podcast knows you were at Skyline. <laughs> it was not at Skyline. It was the other favorite besides Wild Skyline. Mike's? No, oh, but that's probably third. Uh, Santorini. Oh, Santorini. Okay, 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 yes, sorry. Good old place. Um, this episode is brought to you by Santorini <laughs> restaurant. Uh, <laughs> I don't I forget the name of the of, of the comedian, but it was a it was three comedians on a podcast talking about this guy and how good his he's not a household name, but we're talking about how great this guy's jokes were, and they were just like kind of trading jokes back and forth from this one specific comedian that yeah. wasn't even on the podcast. <laughs> but the joke that really got me, I hope this I hope this hits you the same way because it might just be nothing right now. But I'm so Irish, my blood type is o apostrophe <laughs> <laughs> that's good i, like I don't that. know i don't know why i don't know why i like that so much but i love <laughs> i love love that joke so much and when i first heard it i laughed so hard that's and good. when i told my dad that joke the other day i we were both i was i could it took me a while to get it out it was i that's a great that's a great that's good joke it's a well-written joke oh. i love a good one-liner yes i love a good one-liner me too me too there's no doubt about it. i hope Giannis Papas has some one-liners me too me too all right i think we're good to go i think we are uh, we're almost two hours into this thing all right so for all of you that uh have not fallen asleep adam's gonna take a shot uh don't forget to turn your headlights off Miss. Missed. Oh.